0: guys welcome to my podcast how have you been i'm happy to be here it took me a while i mean like maybe three days that when i was planning to record an episode and i and i didn't for different reasons mostly self-sabotage um i don't know i'm working on it there are some some things that i resist and like thing number one and it was the biggest thing uh, that i worked on for two days and it's reading books it's weird i know like it is weird i want to read books but i don't read books and yesterday i was journaling about it like i have time to read i set up i set up i set up time for myself to read set up is it correct english And I still don't read, and I do everything, everything, but not read. And I was journaling about it, and I asked myself, like, okay, why do you want to read? And I wrote down all the reasons. And then I wrote down, like, why don't you want to read? And I wrote down all the reasons, and it turned out that... I tried to use, uh, I've been trying to use for, I don't know, it it now feels like for years, I've been trying to use uh, my teenage motivation, I mean, like, my motivation from the times when I was a teenager to read, because, like, back then I was reading because I had nothing else to do, we didn't have a PC, Oh no, like, when I was at my grandma's, they did have a PC but it was an old one and it didn't have any um, games except for like solitaire is it how it's called solitaire Um then they had another PC but it was like and it had games I played Sims 1 uh, on that PC but I needed to pl- to read books first, even on my summer holidays, during my summer holidays, because I needed to visibly be, you know, doing something useful for my grandma to see, so she would allow me to play for a few hours after that. And so this is, like, the reason number two why I was reading. And then the reason number three was um, because... My family was proud of me. My parents were proud of me. My grandparents were proud of me. And they were using me as an example for all the kids that didn't like to read. And, like, really, I was reading from the early childhood because I I was not allowed to do anything else. Like, um, this is what my parents were seeing as being productive. Because if I was playing something, like playing with my toys... My mom would see that I'm not busy with anything and uh, she would, you know, come up with with something to do for me, like help her around the kitchen or or do some household chores or something like that. And um, when I was reading, uh, they would leave me alone. Maybe because they wasn't—they weren't sure if it's homework or just you know something that I read on my free time, because we had when I was in first or second grade, we had like reading diaries, and we were reading books of our choice, and we were like answering questions about main characters, learning how to write essays, you know, um, something like that, and uh, my parents like I think they just were not sure most of the time if I'm reading just for myself or I'm reading because like it's my homework and at the same time reading in their opinion was like uh, when they saw me reading they considered me a smart kid like by default and those were the reasons why I was reading in my childhood and in my teenage years And then I was reading love stories because, like, it was um, a way for me to escape reality and, you know, drown in something more interesting than my life. And here I am, I'm 30, almost 33 years old, and I'm trying to make myself read for all the same reasons, and, like, it just doesn't work that way, because... Now I don't give a shit if somebody is proud of me or not. Now I have my PC, I have video games, I don't have to pretend uh, to be useful because I am useful, like, and I have free time, and I sometimes play video games, and I don't have to do something before, like, I am the person who allows myself to play video games now. So, like, that motivation doesn't work, and I don't have to escape my life because I love my life and like it's amazing and it's interesting and um that reason for reading is out the window too and so you know and um i realized yesterday that all the motivation that i have to read uh, is not working for me anymore it's not motivating and I had to reinvent it. I had to actually ask myself, why do I want to read? And the main uh, the main idea, I mean, the main reason was that books have, like non-fiction books that I read, have amazing information that I don't, like, um, that I don't get. What did I, what was I saying? I forgot. I'm, I don't speak English. Let's switch to Russian. Uh, I I was trying to say that like there are podcasts that I listen to when I do something and there are books and both books and podcasts contain amazing, like mind-blowing, life-changing information. And when I don't read, I don't have access to that information. Like I have access to the information uh, from the podcast when I listen to podcasts, but like podcasts and books are different. And yes, of course, there are audiobooks. I do listen to audiobooks but I want, I actually wanted to read books and to write down quotes and talk to you about quotes, like it's actually my desire, but um, there was a teenager in me uh, that thought that I'm making her read books for all the reasons um, she was reading books before, and um, yeah, and she grew up And now she's 33 and she doesn't want to read for the same reasons she wanted to read. For, like, how do you say it? Never mind. You know what I mean. And so, yeah, yesterday I was working on that. And uh, today I actually wanted, like, I sat down and I found quotes. And I was like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk to you about, like, amazing quotes from Joe Dispenza's book again. And then I had something came up, um, something unprocessed that happened uh, last weekend. Um, Like some family story, uh, the same trauma again, where uh, I even wrote a post in Russian about that. Um, Remember how I said that uh, in 2019, my mom told me that, she would love to be proud of me, but, like, I didn't build a career in an oil company, and I didn't get married, and I didn't um, have a kid. And that's why, like, she would like to be proud of me, but there's nothing to be proud of. Like, it's the same trauma, only in different words and in different, like... Uh, it was said softly by my husband's mom. Not exactly this way, but it was like... um yeah, no, I'm not going to to, to tell the whole story to you, but, like, the idea was that her version of success was different from our version of success, and she was doing her best to understand our version of success and be happy for us, but at the same time, like, her version of success was something along the lines of, like, having a career and, like, um, I don't know, an apartment and a car, like, whatever, like, material stuff that we don't have yet because, like, it's not our priority. And uh, it made me feel the same as I felt in 2019, betrayed. And so, and I was, like, and I'm sitting here and uh, thinking about that I want to talk to you about how to change your identity and blah, blah, blah. And amazing uh, books that... I mean, amazing ideas that I found in Joe Dispenza's book. And at the same time, I'm like, how do I heal that? I, again, was told that uh, somebody's not proud of me because... I don't know. Because whatever. And again, like, what is this... Like, why... Parents think that they need to be proud of their children. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's not our responsibility, right? Like, if you want to be proud of your child, be fucking proud of your child. You're trying to make your children do something they don't want to do because you want to be proud of them. Whose problem is that? Like, what the fuck? Anyway, so I was healing that and I was journaling about that. Uh, And here I am. And actually, you know, um, this whole story has something to do with what I want to talk to you about. Uh, I guess, I don't know, we'll see, what I feel like it does. And um, first of all, I want to say to you that in my previous episode, I told you that I don't know what what the name of the book that i'm reading in english i mean because i'm reading it in russian and in in, in russian it's called the power of subconscious or how to change your life in four weeks and i found that it's the book that is like in english it's called breaking the habit of being yourself how to lose your mind and create a new one that's the book that i'm reading Highly recommend. It's so amazing and it explains the uh what's it called? The physics, quantum physics. It's exp it explains quantum physics pretty well. And uh yeah, it's so great. And so the quote, the quote, the quote. I screenshotted it. Hold on. So the quote I want to oh wait a second, I screenshotted three for some reason. Let me see. So the first one is... Um, so that, like, quantum reality is uh, multi multidimensional and exists uh, far beyond our senses, where there is no body, no time and no space. Not space like materia no 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 material stuff i don't know чтобы попасть в эту зону и приступить к созиданию в рамках квантовой модели вам придётся на какое-то время забыть о собственном теле временно сместить фокус внимания с внешнего окружения okay so yeah i'm not going to translate the whole thing for you but like the main idea here is that if you want to create something um, from quantum field not like the way we in it's probably going to be somehow, like, not the same, but similar to what I was talking in the, my previous podcast. I mean, in my previous episode. But I'm reading the same book, so whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm a little bit aggressive today, but it's not because, like, I'm mean. I love you all. It's just that I'm a little bit angry after after my journaling session today. And so, um, to. To change your reality using quantum field, you gotta have to stop thinking in time and space category because quantum field doesn't live by those rules. And, um, what was the main idea that I wanted to discuss with you today is that, uh, is the stories actually because, like, it's the conti- like, um, as it's continued in this quote that I screenshotted. And Joe Dispenza says here that our husband or wife or kids or property or problems are all part of our identity. Uh, It's something that we associate ourselves with. By the way, I checked the word associate. It turns out that it can be pronounced both ways. Associate or associate. And I like associate more, so associate. And like, this is what, this is who we are. And I probably talked about it in my previous episode, but I don't remember. But like, okay, wait. And what's um, in the next screenshot? In the next screenshot, um, there is a quote where uh, he says that all our previous attempts to change our lives probably failed because uh, we were relying on our outer uh, circumstances to change our inner state. For example, if I had m- less things to do, I would have more time to stay fit and then I would be happy. So like if A to B, I mean no, if A then B. Um, and the trick is that we need to first become and then watch our Um, outer world change. And then the idea number three that I uh, screenshotted was that every time we remind ourselves that... Oh, every time we remind ourselves who we are in relationship to our outer world, to our circumstances, like to our life and what we have in it, like in our material life, we give... We don't give our mind um, um, an opportunity to go to the next level. And those are three things that I want to talk, like, I mean, it's, it's really one thing that I want to talk to you about. And it's like becoming a new version of yourself without waiting for our outer circumstances to change. I had this experience a bunch of times, but I didn't know, like, um, uh, I probably didn't know how it was wo- how it worked before, and this is why it was like short-term change. But I remember the first time I I, f- I felt it the f- the first time I managed to shift my reality uh, this way, um, beginning like starting from my inner state was when I was listening to an audiobook, Happy Pocket Full of Money it was called, um, and it was like, it's a book about money, and energetics of money, and blah, 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 a very cool book, but it's like, the language is complicated, I think I was reading it, I mean, I was listening to it in Russian, maybe it's better in English, because um, I've noticed a bunch of times that when the topic is not easy in English, Russian translation almost always makes it, like, impossible to understand, so maybe it's not that hard in uh, English, but I felt it, like, when I was reading it, I was like, I feel it, I know what to do, and I was, like, uh, walking around my apartment, pretending I'm a millionaire, like, this fake it till you make it, uh, remember, I have an episode, I don't remember the number, like, which episode, it is. But I was talking about this, that like, it is fake it till you make it. But don't call it this way. Because the version of you um, that you want to become already exists in the quantum field. And you are just aligning yourself with that version. It's not faking it. It's aligning. It's like growing into that version of you. And so I was walking around my apartment pretending that I'm a millionaire, like, I felt it, like, I'm like, okay, nothing changed in my reality yet, but I'm a millionaire, I feel it, like, I already became a millionaire, and, like, money is on its way, because, like, the the reality now has to change, because, like, inside, I'm a millionaire. It took me, I think, like, half a day, I don't know, maybe, like, I woke up at 10, or maybe, like, 11 uh, a.m., and it took me till 7 p.m. or something like that, I manifested 30k rubles, 30k rubles is not a lot in dollars, it's like, I don't even know, um, maybe like 500 dollars, or even less, 400 dollars, like it's not a lot of money, but it, well, I mean, it's a lot of money for me, it was a lot of money for me, Uh, the circumstances were like, I think it was irrelevant, but back then it was relevant for me. Uh, I was um, doing this practice. I was like living my life, living my usual day like a millionaire, as a millionaire, feeling like a millionaire inside. And then my mom called and said that somebody wants to rent their apartment and she asked me to go show that apartment to those people, and in that energy of a millionaire, I went to show that apartment, and I was, like, feeling it, they were, you know, walking around the apartment, and, um, like, they didn't know, they weren't quite sure, and I was like, okay, uh, I'm a millionaire, I know that this apartment is gold, and if they don't see that it's gold, like, They're not clients for us. I'm not going to, you know, act any different. And I was, like, walking around that apartment like a queen, you know, like in queen energy. And they rented it right away. Uh, They said they loved it and they paid. And my mom uh, then told me that I can keep half of what they paid. And, like, it's... If you knew my mom, you would understand how... Uh, unexpected. It was like, what? You just give me half of that money? Like, that never happens. And that was the first time. And the second time was last year when I was reading Genevieve Rackham's book. And I have uh, a podcast with quotes from that book, I think. I will leave the number of that episode in the show notes for you. But I like this, I- this idea of embodiment. And I was, uh, like, you know, living my life in this energy of having 80 million dollars on my savings account. And I was like, you know, it's a different feeling. Like, when you remind yourself every day, many, many, many times a day, like every hour or maybe even more than, like, more often than every hour, you just keep reminding yourself that, like, I have... $80 million on my savings account. And like, how do I feel? And like, the main idea is to feel. Like, that. this is the first question that you need to ask yourself when you do that. How do I feel? How do I feel? And you like, start naming those feelings in y- inside of you. Like, I mean, in your mind. And you said feeling those feelings even more when you name them. And the feelings were like, I'm backed up by life. Like, all is well. Uh, my life is well and is going to be well forever. Like, I have everything I want right now. And uh, I managed to maintain that energy. Um, I think maybe not for a month, but maybe like for two weeks. Money started flooding in. Like, seriously, it worked. Uh, my husband got a raise and then like I got a gift from my family and then, like, somebody bought something for me, I can't remember exactly, but, like, I felt rich, I was, like, and, you know, it's interesting that, uh, when you stay in that energy, you, it's, it's interesting, like, you feel, like, oh, my God, and at the same time, like, of course, like, dar, of course, money's coming, like, it's a totally different feeling, and, um, I didn't keep, I didn't man- maintain that feeling for longer, because I don't know what happened, I honestly don't remember what happened, but uh, as Joe Dispenza says in his interview with, I can't remember, I was listening to his interview, and he said there that, like, it's a game, look at it as the game, that, like, you managed to feel it one, like, on day one, and you managed to feel it on day two, and on day three, and on day four, and five, and six, you didn't do it, like, you didn't make it, (laughs) Uh, something, um, you know, throw you off track. Something, uh, I don't know, like you got upset by something and you forgot how to feel rich, for example. And you forgot about it like and, like it didn't work. It doesn't matter when you look at it as just a game. Like, okay, well, it's a game and obviously you're not very good at this game. It's okay. You get up next day and you try again. Mouse says hi. And, um yeah, and, like, this is what I wanted to, to talk to you about, that I love this idea, I just love this idea, that, uh you know, all the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are, where we come from, what our childhood was like, and all this stuff, like, and this is what we associate ourselves with, like, we are how we communicate with people around us uh, we are um, defining ourselves based on who are around us in which apartment we live or like in which house uh, what do we do um, what surrounds us and all this stuff and this is the like this is the stuff that d- defines us right and at the same time this is the stuff that limits us Because if we just, like, if we keep telling ourselves the same story over and over again of that, like, we are, we don't have this or that because we uh, are from that family and our childhood was like that and now we live here and now we were here and this is why we can't achieve our dreams because, like, um, because of something going on in our life right now. We... Like, I guess what I'm trying to say is that this is how we all live, you know? This is how we are taught to live. Like, I am what I am because of how I interact with my present reality, with uh, people around me, and, like, this is who I am. But at the same time, we can um, at any time change the narrative. In Like... <laughs> I don't know (laughs) change the narrative inside our head and we change our personality and it turns out that our personality doesn't actually have anything to do like I mean how we define ourselves doesn't actually have anything to do with um, with our circumstances and when we understand that we set ourselves free because we understand that we can do and be whatever whatever And like even remember this, I remember how I was listening to all those like successful people on YouTube and I remember this phrase that like you can be whatever and you can do whatever, like whatever you choose. And I was like, yeah, it's easy for you to say you were born in this country and I was born in this country or like you were born in this family and I was born in this family. And it's like that's exactly the reason why some people don't change their lives because they grasp to, to grasp to those stories like they hold those stories about themselves so close to their heart because this is their identity and they don't want to lose their identity because if they're not those stories if they're not those uh, circumstances if they're not their childhood then who are they and it's scary It's scary, like to you, you know. To some degree, I don't know at some point. But this is exactly the thing that limits you, because if you decide that it doesn't say anything about you, it doesn't define you, then you can be whatever you want, because you create from quantum field. You just feel first. You feel like you stop relying on your circumstances. you stop relying on your outer reality, and you just change who you are. you just start feeling different inside of you. And uh, like, in exa- like, in that example like in that example, from the book where he said that, uh, if I had less things to do. I would have more time to be fit and then I would be happy. What if you already feel fit even if you're not? What if you feel fit? And what if you feel happy because you're fit? Fit, 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 fit. fit. How do you say it? Okay, feet a fit, I know. And like, I mean, uh, I'm talking about being fit, fit. Okay, fit. You know what I mean. I just scared my cat. Anyway, uh what about if what what if you try feeling fat? I'm struggling with this right now. Jesus. And uh and yeah, and you feel happy and it doesn't matter how you look. Because like how you look is time space reality and how you feel inside doesn't have to depend on your time space reality. And this is how you change your personality. Because And like, I'm, I'm practicing it now. I'm practicing to, you know, to feel different from what my present reality shows. And um, at first, like, I would say that during the first week of trying, you feel uncomfortable. You feel like, nah, it's not me. Like, it doesn't work. I don't feel like, I don't feel, I feel like imposter syndrome or something. I like how, Uh, Meredith, from the podcast Marriages with the Y, uh, how she was talking about imposter syndrome. Oh my God, this is such an amazing episode, you guys. I will leave it in the show notes for you too. I mean, like, just the the name of the podcast and the episode, I think, like, a number, the number of the episode, or, like, the date, if it doesn't have a number, I don't know. Because she was talking there about this exactly, that, like, um, when you feel imposter syndrome... It means that you're putting, um, I mean, you're trying on a role, like some new identity, and something in you says, no, that's not me. And that's bullshit, you know, because uh, it's your ego, because when like when you try on some new identity and there's something in you that says this is not me because i am something else this i am something else is bs too because in general your soul that came here to experience you know to to, to experience this world to play you are not this or that you can be whatever you want and when you deny one identity that you really want to become but you feel like it's fake it's because you think that your different identity is truer, and it's not. Usually that identity that feels truer to you is just one that you spend uh, more time in, you know? More time associating yourself with. And it's, it contains uh, programming um, some limitations that maybe come from your family or your society or your country or your town or whatever, like, or your household that you came from. And that's it. I forgot where I was coming. I mean, where I was going with it. Yeah, I don't speak English today. But yeah, (sighs) All I wanted to say, all I wanted to share with you today is this idea that like you can be whatever you want and like stop expecting your reality to change first. You can change first and you can become a different person in the circumstances, I mean like in the surroundings that already are there and then your surroundings will change and to you it will feel at the same time, like, oh my god, yay, and, um, duh, of course, because, like, I feel different, because I'm a different person, of course, my reality changes, and I tested it multiple times, and, like, I know how it works, I just, um, uh, before that, before Joe Dispenza, I used to, like, randomly catch that feeling, and, like, hold it, for maybe a week and then lose it and be like oh my god it's gone it's not working i need to find a new practice now because this one is not working and now i i like i like how he explains it that it's just a game try again try again try again keep trying keep trying i actually will keep i mean i will leave the link for you to that interview um who was it I forgot his name. That handsome man interviewing cool people. Lewis Hose or something like that. So I will will leave the interview for you. I mean, the link to the interview. Because he was explaining it amazingly. And I got so inspired. I even recorded two episodes of my Russian podcast about this. Because of how inspiring it is that you just gotta change your perception of yourself. You gotta just decide, like, wh- what do you want? Who do you want to be? Okay, become that now. How do you feel if you're already abundant? How do you feel if you're already married to a person of your dreams? And um, from that, from like, I mean, from that point, um, you just watch your life change, but you just... You stop checking your bank account every two seconds. Because if you're in the energy of being abundant, abundant person doesn't do that. They don't check their bank account every three seconds. They just feel abundant. So feel abundant. And every time you look back at the time-space reality, you lose the energy. And you need to come back again, like to do the exercise again, to imagine again, to meditate again, to visualize again, to feel the feelings of being abundant. And every time you pay attention to your time space reality and like, oh my God, it's not happening. Oh my God, it didn't happen yet. You need to start over. Um, And at some point, like you get so fed up with this that you just stop paying attention to the reality at all. Because living in the feeling of having, of already having it is so delicious, so yummy, that you just stop looking back at the time-space reality. And then, and that's when the time-space reality starts changing. Because now you realize that, I mean, you, you don't even realize, you just feel that like your inner state has nothing to do, like it doesn't rely on the outer reality. And this is when the reality starts changing. And it's such an amazing process. And I wanted to share this with you because it was a life-changing, you know, understanding for me. That as long, like, and this is what Abraham, 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 Abraham talks about too. As long as you, yeah, I forget what, I forget. (laughs) I forgot. Jesus. I forgot what I was, uh, where I was going with this um as long as you what never mind you know what i mean this is a delicious idea that i wanted to share with you today you guys i know today's episode was chaotic but it's because i am chaotic today chaotic 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 and um this is me and thank you for listening you know i feel like maybe Like, it's a good energy to record a podcast today in, because it's holidays, and a lot of us feel chaotic, and um, maybe a lot of us feel like when they are in such a state, when like, their mind is messy, they can't create, because like, perfectionism, right? And this is my answer to this, I mean, this is my, um, yeah... I don't even know how to finish that sentence. I am chaotic. It is holiday time. I mean, not in Russia. In Russia, it's not yet. In Russia, mm, holiday time. Holidays start like in the end of December. We first celebrate New Year's Eve and then we celebrate Christmas because our Christmas is on January 7th. But yeah, but I feel it. I feel Christmas vibes and I feel like um, I even, I'm subscribed to one ASMR artist uh, who is now on winter holidays with her family. And like she and her husband went to visit their family. And today I saw a post from her on YouTube where she said that, you know what, I've had enough of this trip and I want to create. And this is why I, I bought a cheap ring light and I'm going to record a video from my room. And, like, this is what it reminded me of. That we feel chaotic, and at the same time, we want to create. Because creators usually use their creations to, to some degree, escape the reality sometimes, right? And, um, yeah, sometimes the art looks like this, and it's okay. I I shared an, a precious idea, as a precious reminder with you today and like the message turned out to be chaotic and so what it's still full of love i love you guys and yeah and this is what i'm I'm, i want to leave you with thank you so much for listening thank you so much for hanging out with me you're amazing and i love you and yeah it's hard for me to speak english after not speaking english for i don't know six months maybe but i'm here i'm showing up because it matters to me and because and because okay bye i love you happy holidays